Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to wandahoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. Welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Wanda Howard, and my co-host. Emery Howard. And today we have with us a special guest. And Emery, you can take it from here. Introduce our guest for us. Uh, so today we have Phil Ver- Vetrano. Um, he is the owner of Helpopedia. He, uh, and he loves helping kids achieve their career goals. Um, welcome, Phil. Can you tell us a little more about Helpopedia? Well, thank you, Emery. It's such a wonderful delight. I've never been introduced by a nine-year-old uh, ever, and so I am privileged and uh, delighted to be here today. And uh, sure, I could share with you what, what Helpopedia does. Uh, so I'm the co-founder, and I have a, a partner. Her name is Laura Lynn Mears, and we started this initiative to address one of the biggest gaps that we see. And we see that a lot of students aren't always prepared for that 12th grade decision of what they're gonna do next. And it's because the the skills that are taught in high school don't cover the aspects of understanding what their purpose is and what they want to do. High school is about a, a lot of different classes that you take in order to accomplish a high school diploma. And so there's this skill gap in the world of preparing for life, college, and careers. And we, Helpopedia, are surrounding ourselves with professionals who care about our youth, who want to make a difference in their lives, to address those skills that they don't have. And so they're educators, they're social workers, they're professionals who present information and tools to parents and students to help them. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so did you go to college and high school? So I did go to high school and um, I didn't particularly like a lot of classes in high school. Okay. I, um, yeah. So uh, I just wanted to ask that because you went to high school. Now you're helping kids that come from high school. So I was just asking for that particular reason. Yes, uh, great question. And it actually helps me understand that because I've gone through the high school process and I know that not all students want to be there and or like it. And in when I was growing up, I, I liked the idea of being an entrepreneur where I was running my own business. I like the management side. When I walk into a store, in my mind, I say, how can I improve the operations of this store? How can I make it better? Because I've had great experience in stores and there's sometimes I don't have ex- great experience in stores. And I've been to restaurants. Sometimes I have a great experience at a restaurant. Sometimes I don't. So I'm always analyzing the operations of a business. And so this excites me. I'm getting excited just talking about it. And so, but there was no business classes in high school. So I had this 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 initiative to learn more, but there was no place to learn more about business. So I did go to work in a variety of different um, 
uh, different uh, retail stores around me. I used to be a newspaper boy. So I would make money. I would work for others. But I was not really happy in the industries that I was working. I was working in a grocery store. So I got experience. But I really wanted to, to, to learn more about uh, business. And so high school wasn't going to do it for me. So I knew I wanted to go to college to learn business school. And interestingly enough, so there wasn't a person like me who was there for me being a mentor, being a coach, helping me with this decision of which college to go to. So I applied to a, a few colleges based on guidance counselors' information. They gave you this big book to go through. It was 500 pages, Emery, 500 pages. And so <laughs> this, was, this is a tall order for a kid. And uh, so I didn't really get much help. And I, I, I went to a, a local college. Uh, I commuted to uh, the city. I'm in, I'm in Long Island, New York. I commuted to Pace University. And I went to business school. And it was a rude awakening my freshman year. I didn't know, because I wasn't prepared, I didn't do my homework, to understand that freshman year was about general education requirements. I couldn't take the business courses I wanted. So what was I doing? I was taking English. I was taking history. I was taking science. And that was I felt like I was in 13th grade. I've just gone from high school to now more general education requirements. <laughs> And so this is some of the, the lessons that I teach others to say, do you know what you're signing up to? And because I'm an analyst, I'm asking those tough questions for the students to help them. And so I, once I started taking business classes, I was thriving because I was passionately reading uh, the, the, the textbooks about something that I really enjoyed. So I liked the marketing, I liked the management, I like the finance. And so I, this is where I belong. But it took me five years to do something I liked. And I felt to myself is like, well, that that wasn't the best use of my time to learn things. And I still haven't learned. I mean, I still haven't learned. I haven't applied some of the <laughs> things that I've learned in high school. And so it, I question a lot of, of what we do in society. And does it make logical sense? And so I'm the person who challenges what the normal common things are in society and say, does it really make sense for us? Yeah. And so, yeah. And so, it's, so Wanda it's such relate. a good point too, because I I've had this like phenomenon all the time with what you've just described, but also, so uh, me and my husband had very different educational backgrounds. I'm homeschooled and never like stepped in a public school building. Hard, well, hardly ever. I did ever. But um, my husband, he all the way from kindergarten and then through college and got his degrees and he did he did very well. But it was super interesting, too, because for him, he's terrible at tests. And so anytime a test would come around, it would look like he didn't understand the material. And especially when he finally got to the classes that he loved, all about animal science and how they work and everything about the animal, like he knew that stuff, like the back of his hand, he knew it to his core. But the tests, as far as the tests were concerned, he was one of the worst students in the class, but he was tutoring the ones who were getting the best um, grades in the class. Like he was helping them understand what was going on. What was, and so it was really just bizarre to me that I'm like, these tests are tricks. They're not, they don't seem to actually care whether or not 
you actually have the knowledge because he has the knowledge, but they're just, anyways, it was, it's super interesting how our school system has come to the point that it's at. So tell us a little bit more about what you do then for those kids who are frustrated about, well, I don't want to be taking a whole bunch of electives that I don't really, or generals or uh, that I don't really care about. Like, how do I, how do I actually take the classes that I want and how do I know what to do? How, how do you help them there? Um, well, first, can I um, uh, say a comment too? Yeah, go um, for it. So uh, I, I'm glad that you said like examining the store stuff because like um, while I'm in the store, I'm an engineer. So I am constantly looking at things that go right and things that go wrong and constantly um, thinking of new inventions to use for the stores. And so while we're walking through the store, I'll be talking to mom about all these things that are wrong <laughs> in the store um, and what inventions could use that. I, I love engineering. So it's just cool. Yeah, I um love I'm the business and uh, engineer obviously <laughs> but and, yeah so. and then we can learn from Phil too that that apparently does help huh have that kind of a brain <laughs> that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah so tell us so, a little bit more sure so Emery thank you for sharing that and uh so I think you have an innovative mind where you're open-minded to see what the problems are and how you can address them and so I think you are you have that engineering and business mindset where you are exploring, how can I make this easier? How can I make this faster? How can I make this better? Those are great questions to be asking. And uh, you're, you're actually challenged, you could actually be challenging the business uh, and management who runs the place. And some managers don't appreciate <laughs> any feedback to improve their operations. Uh, but uh, there are uh, other strong leaders and managers who are open-minded because it's actually to their advantage to hear the perspectives of others, to determine what are the next steps to make this even better, if they have this desire to improve. Some don't want to improve. They just will continue doing what they're doing because it worked in a certain perspective at least once, <laughs> and they'll keep doing what they're doing. So thank you for sharing. And so mom asked the question, about what, you know, how do students explore these, how do they know what they want to learn? That's the, that's, so when you know what you want to learn and what you're passionate about, life gets easier because you're focused on that and you could work towards that and you could set goals to that. But if you're unsure, what's the next step for that student? to surround themselves with people who can help them figure it out. Because in society, Emory, generally the rule of thumb is you're figuring it out by yourself because they don't have the roadmap for students. They don't have the roadmap for adults to help them figure this out. They've never been shown what that roadmap is to figure this out. Some people are just know what they want to do based on seeing something, hearing something, and they go after it. And it's wonderful. My uncle wanted to be a doctor at six years old. At 63 years old, he's still a doctor. And so he knew exactly what he wanted. And life was easy because he had a direct path to accomplish that. And he worked hard to get there. 
but that's not everybody. I I had um I had 20 different roles in my career, but I was mostly working on improvement and business intelligence and getting the necessary information. So I was very fortunate that I knew I wanted to be in business. So I've always been in business, never worked for the government. When I, I can't work for a government because I'm constantly wanting to improve and government takes a long time to get to that place. So that's not a good fit for me. Anyway, so how do, so students need a roadmap and they need, so the most important thing I have to back up. So Mark Twain said, there's two best days of your life, except getting a puppy. The first day... <laughs> Yeah, and we just got a puppy and that was definitely the best day of her life. <laughs> so the first day is the day you're born. The second day is when you figure out your purpose and your why and what you're passionate about. And if you don't have that second goal as a goal, right? If 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 I know that you're you're interested in engineering and business. So that's going to help you prepare because now you can plan to be an engineer with a business degree, it's a, there's a path, direct path for you. But memory, what if you weren't sure? Instead of you trying to figure all this out, if you're surrounding yourselves with adults and mentors and you're asking them what it's like to go to work, what do you do? And if you're now engaging adults to know and understand their careers, this helps you. And if you have interest, that even helps them to know, oh, you're interested in art. Let me connect you with an artist. Oh, you're interested in engineering. Let me connect you with an engineer. And you can have these discussions. But if you're, if you're a child and or if you're a teenager and you don't know an engineer, you don't know an accountant, and or you don't even know to do that, right? That's the blind spot for students. They're not aware that they should have a goal of figuring out their purpose because they're going to have to make a decision in 12th grade. What are they doing next? Because we've built a system that can support them in a way that they're busy. And I and think that right along with that, it's really like that example you gave of that your friend knew that he wanted to grow up and be a doctor. Well, there's certain careers that are well known in the public school of like doctor, vet, astronaut, fireman, like there's very specific ones that kids talk about. But in today's world, especially on the online space, there's so much more that don't always necessarily have like a designated name to them, even of like um, copywriter and all sorts of different like random things out there that when kids start talking and having these conversations you're talking about, they're able to see more of what what adults are spending all their time doing and how to get more into that and how to learn more about that if it lights their spark and their soul of, oh, I'm good at that thing too. And I want to I want to use my talents to create money. Huh. So Excellent. what would, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So an example is, so, so Emery it, it wants to be an engineer, but there's, there's about 70 paths of engineering. And you may not know that all 70, but one of the things I could do is I can introduce you, here are the 70 topics of engineering. And then you would share with me, based on a ranking system of math, which ones are the most interesting that you'd like to learn about 
as soon as possible. And so you'd rank them one to 10, and maybe it's mechanical engineering, maybe it's civil engineering, maybe it's electrical engineering, maybe it's aeronaut, aeronautics, yeah. right? So and you can, you can like all of them, but imagine if you loved all engineering topics. That's a tall order to work on at the same time. So you'll have to make choices to determine, is this for you? And then you're learning that topic. You're connecting with adults to learn more about it. And now you've got goals and strategies. And the more people you meet who do the things that you're interested in, it's like the history of an engineering career. And now you're interviewing all these engineers to see which one's in line with your interest. If you're going to read that 26-chapter book, isn't it something you want to, to, to really enjoy? as opposed to not enjoying the material that you're reading, at least you know, this is not for me. And so, and maybe the, the right now at nine years old, you may not be able to read those engineering books, but there are probably books to help you get started because they are making books for um, folks that are uh, younger than, than uh, 18, that's for sure. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. And I really, really like that emphasis on just focusing more on helping the kids figure out for themselves instead of, oh, you're an engineer, this is the path for you, da, 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 and you decide for them. Instead, it's more of a uh, integrated learning along with them. And that's so, so much more powerful because then they start taking those skills of how to make their own game plan as they just go on through life. And that that's so cool. And imagine if you had friends or other students who were also interested in the same engineer, engineering subjects that you liked. And then you could work together and learn together. And I call it divide and conquer. They read this book, you read this book. And then you talk about all the things that you learned. And you may be so excited about reading the book that they just read. And they may be excited to read the book that you just read. Or that's really not for me. I'm going to read another book. And or I'm going to watch this other YouTube video about mechanical engineering that some professor did uh, to share uh, on, on this topic. And you, it just explodes of there. And what's the what's the it's all productive. It's all helpful. Is this for you? And you're always asking that question. Is this for me? And there are sometimes that the student is pursuing a degree that they think they want. And, and then they get to, 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 to junior year, and now they're taking the hard courses. And then they say, oh, my goodness, I can't, I can't comprehend these very sophisticated concepts and these theories and or the understanding of what, this, what is being presented to me. So I, uh, my son had a, um, uh, a friend, biochemist. Uh, she wants to be, get a biochem degree, but she was going okay. But all it takes, Emery, is one class that you hit the ceiling where it's too difficult for you to go on to the next course because it's the next courses. So you took 201, the next one's 202, and it's just going to get harder. And so what could that student have done prior to making that decision about biochem? Yeah. They could have done the homework. They could have gotten ahead. They don't. So in the world of college, 
most students just take the class at the time the class is presented to them. They'll only read the materials when it's assigned to them. But they don't have to do it that way. They can read it before the class starts. And this is eye-opening for most people because planning is not a forte of most students <laughs> yeah. and and the, and adults we're yeah. really not great at planning ahead and we are suffering as a society because we don't plan ahead <laughs> and so now you've got a nugget of information and insights to say wow i could start today instead of waiting until you know sophomore year of college to determine if this for me and now you're ahead of the curve over everybody else because you are focused on this topic that you really enjoy and you'll determine whether this is for you or not if you pursue that passion that you really enjoy and this is the recipe for uh setting up somebody for success is to find their purpose provide them guidance in, in helping them connect with other people who have already gone down this journey. Those are the experts they need to talk to. I am not that expert for everybody to, to know and understand all the careers that are that are out there and, and especially the nuanced ones where your mom is explaining where they're not they're not in the public's eye. There's tens of thousands of job descriptions. And they're not necessarily just basic fireman, policeman, doctor, lawyer, accountant. Yeah. So, yeah. but, yeah. but once one you're thing in, that, one thing that I love about this model that you've created with Helpedia is just that, um, just like you were talking about with the public school system and how college works and everything and kids going through and getting their grades and then their grades determining like, to themselves of, oh, I'm not good enough in this, or I guess this isn't really what I want. When they go through more of this way of mentorship and passion and know that this is like their dream and what they want to do, then it doesn't matter how bad the grade is, they're going to find a way to keep getting better, or they're they're not going to wait till they get a bad grade. They'll learn from their own experience that that wasn't the thing that they wanted anyways. And it's, it's so much more empowering instead of waiting with so much anxiety to see what a letter is going to appear on this piece of paper <laughs> when you've been graded. So, um, but I want to, I want to ask you one thing before we um, end here is it, you're so passionate about mentorship and about helping kids with their career paths. Is there a story or an experience that you've had that really helped highlight mentorship for you that you discovered for yourself, how powerful this is? Yeah, so um, I, I provide incredible insights with the students because they don't, they haven't had this experience, and so it's eye-opening for them. So I'll give you a quick story. So his name is Michael. He already visited a college, like the campus. He loves English in high school, and he loves being a journalist for his newspaper. So this was what he was really passionate about. And then we, I, I, I opened up, I, and so this is his blind spot. He didn't know what an English degree was at the school that he was looking to attend. He, you could be the smartest kid in the high school. If you aren't shown how to do this, 
there's no, it's, it's a blind spot. You, you can't possibly figure this out on your own. And so there is I providing support. So we're walking through the, the degree and he's noticing there's a lot of British literature in this English program. He's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to take that. And so all of a sudden, within 10 seconds, he has changed his mind because now he knew better. He had the information to make a better decision. But he could he could have gone to that college. He could have pursued the English degree. And then only until he was in his maybe sophomore year did he realize, oh, I got to pick these courses. And then maybe he's changing his mind. And then he, he wanted to be a journalist. So he so he's a very really, really bright student. So I shared with him the salaries of a journalist. Uh, again, like this, he made his decision. I love to be a writer, but I can't be a journalist because they don't make as much as I want to because he had goals of financially being very well. And so again, changed his mind just like that. I'm presenting him information. These are facts. I'm being objective. I'm not persuading him one way or another, but this is what you may be signing up to. And he didn't like it. And so he is he pursued a business degree and there's a lot of writing in business for sure, but it was that moment that I changed the course of his direction because I gave him information. And and so that that's my one uh and I've got dozens of stories there, but that's that's where it opens up it it shows the blind spot of a student not knowing better. And it, the par parents are very supportive of the child. Like everything was there except the guidance and the know-how. And that's what I'm presenting. And if I don't know the information, I'm I'm sharing with him, here's how I go after it. And or we're going after it. And this is how we're going to do it. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us and for telling us all those things. It's incredible to be able to help the kids that way because there are so many blind spots right now that it's kind of sad in our society that most adults don't even know and they expect the kids to figure it out and then all on their own. <laughs> so what incredible service, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you, to be a part of your world, to get your help with their kids or um, planning ahead. Um, even if their kids are little right now, like what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Sure. And um, Helpopedia has a lot of caring professionals and educators. So it's not just the teenagers that I'm specifically helping, but it's 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 the mental health side. It's the well-being side. So anything. So we're like a concierge for parents to, to contact. And our website is helpopedia.org. So that's H-E-L-P-I-P-E-D-I-A, helpopedia.org. And um, we, you could also contact me at phil at planningandvision.com. And you could also text me at 516-509-2500. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Phil. That's incredible. Definitely everybody listening, take him up on his offer. Go check it out. Get in contact with Phil. If you have any questions about your kids' career paths and, and you see your kids struggling and they have questions that you might not be able to answer, get in contact with Phil. He'll definitely point you in the right direction. And we thank you all for coming and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Thank you again for being a part of our podcast family and for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home. 
If you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to WandaHoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.